This podcast is brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA community media organisation, Joy. Keep Joy on air by becoming a member, a subscriber or donate. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community. Welcome to a podcast from Joy's jazz show, Bent Notes. Tune in live each Sunday night at joy.org.au. My special guest on Bent Notes is a Melbourne-based composer and arranger who is about to launch her second jazz orchestra album following the very successful debut album back in 2020. That debut album was called Love is a Temporary Madness. It was named one of the best Australian albums of 2020 by The Guardian, was winner of the Best Jazz Album at the Music Victoria Awards, Work of the Year at the APRA Art Music Awards, and the Australian Jazz Bell Awards, and was nominated for the prestigious Australian Music Prize. It is my pleasure to bid a very warm Bent Notes welcome to Vanessa Perica. Welcome, Vanessa. Hi, David. It's great to be with you. Lovely to have you back on air here in Bent Notes. That first album was absolutely amazing. When you look back at it, what strikes you as being the key to it being able to win so many awards? Gosh, I have no clue. I've, other than to say, I'm just uh, deeply chuffed and uh, quite surprised. Maybe having an extraordinary orchestra playing the music. I think because I wrote for specific voices in mind, and and many of those people being my dear friends, I think perhaps having that extraordinary musicianship really helped, you know, take it the music to a whole nother level. So maybe that had had a lot to do with it. But a good fortune, yeah. The, the familiarity with the skills of the musicians you had in mm, the orchestra. Indeed, I, I I do think that maybe maybe helped. Yes, but I, I'm 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 very honoured by all the accolades it it has received. It's it's yes, I'm I'm very very grateful. It's a lot to live up to for the second one. <laughs> <laughs> I hope people like it. Yeah, I had a great time recording it though, and uh, yeah, so I, I, I'm, I, I hope people receive it uh, well. Yes, I'm looking forward to hearing it. Do you find it easier to write for a band of people that you know? I much prefer knowing who I'm who I'm writing for, but indeed I receive commissions, and I have to write for people who I have no clue who I'm writing writing for. So you have to be able to do both. I really like to know if I have uh, Julian Wilson about to launch on something and writing backings um, accordingly. And I find it m- much more inspirational that way, just to know and try and somewhat predict what they might do. But often they exceed what I expect and, and take it to a whole nother level, which is what happened in the recording studio this time, I'm, I'm happy to say. Must be an amazing feeling for you. <laughs> it, it really is. I, I, I'm incredibly lucky to um, be able to call upon these incredible musicians who are gracious in giving their time and energy to perform my music. It's I, I'm, I feel incredibly honoured. You know, Australia has such extraordinary musicians um, in the scene and um, we're, they probably don't quite get the accolades they deserve sometimes because we're a bit US-focused perhaps. Yeah, I, I'm pretty chuffed with um, who's uh, in my lineup at the moment. So, yeah. Did the album open any new doors for you that had not already been opened in terms as of... As in the first album? Yeah, the first album, as in... in yeah. Uh, opportunities for you musically absolutely um and probably the most unexpected avenue that came up about from the first album was the two collaborations with the melbourne symphony orchestra in 2021 which was a dream 
the artistic director at the time, Matt Hoy, had a listen to the album and he called me one day whilst we were still in lockdown and said, I love the album. How would you feel about reorchestrating this into a suite with your orchestra and adding the MSO to this and performing this at the Sydney My Music Bowl? I couldn't believe it uh, because we were still confined to about five kilometres. <laughs> I was like, <laughs> yes, I would love to, but will this really happen? And I, I kind of didn't want to, you know, get too, my hopes up too much that it would happen, but it did happen. And that performance at the Sydney My Music Bowl has really changed my life. And I'm incredibly grateful to the MSO for that opportunity. And it's led to a lot more uh, international commissions and, and work in other areas. Like I've, I'm delving more into the classical uh, genre now as well, which I'm really loving. Like I've, I've written now a couple of string quartets, which are really fun. And yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm just trying to push myself as much as I can. So the album has led to a lot of things that I, I never dreamed possible. And now I'm actually, I'm doing a lot of conducting work. I've just flown back from Brisbane this afternoon after conducting Ministry of Sound Classical there to a few thousand people. It's electronic dance music with an orchestra um, wow. with fabulous singers. And it's a big laser, sh- laser show. So my, my life has really changed because <laughs> of this album. So, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm feeling very, very fortunate at the moment. And one of the tracks off that first album was called Woody's Lament. I read that you actually won a Society of Composers mm. Incorporated Jazz Composition Award for that particular piece. Yes, that's right. Yeah, um, and that's another. You know, that's another thing I think that helps me compositionally is is writing with a story in mind. And that particular composition was dedicated to uh, Graham Wood, who was a fabulous pianist and a dear friend back in Perth, who really shaped the scene there. He um, founded the Perth International Jazz Festival, the Ellington Jazz Club, and was the head of Wapper uh, Jazz at the time. And he sadly passed away of cancer. It's like, I mean, I, don't, I think it was at the age of 47. It was, you know, it was an incredibly young age, far too early. So, yeah, I wrote that for him. It's nice that that's getting some, um, a bit of a workout out in the world. And I just actually performed that piece in um, Bergen in Norway with the Bergen Big Band. It's really nice to tell his story, you know, elsewhere. And that's the beautiful thing about music, isn't it? That it just really transcends languages and we can um, tell that story anywhere. Indeed. I assume also that the fact that it has now won an award from the Society of Composers means that there's lots of up-and-coming composers that are now pulling that apart in nitpicking <laughs> pieces to, to learn how to write a hit. Well, that's very kind of you to say. I'm not sure, but maybe. I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) You've got a very important, of course, album launch coming up at the Melbourne Recital Centre as part of this year's Melbourne International Jazz Festival. Is it the same band as the first album? It's very close, David. Most of it is the same lineup, but I have um, recruited a few new fabulous people. Last year, I was the guest artist with the Australian National Jazz Orchestra Youth Big Band, which is an incredible organisation that auditions musicians from 18 to 25 across the country. Last year, the the standard was astonishing. It was a blindfold audition, and I had the great fortune to work with two young musicians in that lineup uh, across the year on some gigs, and I was so impressed by them. So I had to have them in my band, of course. Um, oh, so that they are um, Cassie Overmeyer from Sydney. Um, she's a young alto saxophonist. She's wonderful. And also Thomas Voss, trombonist from Adelaide. So they've joined the lineup and they just bring this 
incredible uh, energy and musicianship to the lineup. And they'd played my music before, like the new stuff, ahead of the, my, my orchestra. So that was great to bring them in. I've also got the wonderful Tim Stocker on Barry Sachs and Patty McMullen on uh, third trumpet. But other than that, we've got our guns from Perth, the incredible Ben Vanderwall on drums and Jamie Ollers on tenor sax. And then everyone else is as per the first album as well. So Andrea Keller and Sam Anning and it's just um, Matt Jodrell, Carl Mackey, Julian Wilson, the list goes on, Jordan Murray. I'm, I'm incredibly fortunate to work with these extraordinary musicians. And, and the energy and the vibe and how they just, even just in rehearsals, I was just blown away by what they pulled together in, in such a short amount of time. So I'm really excited for people to hear this lineup live. It's pretty amazing. It does sound as if the roof is going to be taken off the top of the NRC. <laughs> it may be. <laughs> and what a beautiful room. I'm really excited oh, yes. to play in that room. It'll be magnificent. Yeah. What, what three words pop into your mind when you think about the experience that we in the audience are going to have on Thursday, October 26? Exhilarating, beautiful and power. Oh, wow. That's what I think of, yeah, yeah. I love it. Hopefully. Absolutely marvellous. <laughs> More information about Vanessa Perica and the new album is available from Vanessa's website, vanessaperica.com, or from melbournejazz.com, where there's more details about the launch gig on Thursday, October 26. Vanessa, thank you so much for spending some time with us here on Bent Notes tonight. Oh, it's always a joy, David, and thank you for your support. I remember I had pretty much my first inter interview with you before the first album so I yes. really appreciate um, your support so thank you and I'm really looking forward to the jazz festival it should be great my very best wishes to you for that launch night of the new album and then of course for many future plays of the album on air and wherever people need to listen to great jazz ah, you're too kind thank you my special guest on bit notes has been composer and conductor Vanessa Perica you're listening to joy 94.9 You've been listening to a podcast from Bent Notes. Join us live each Sunday night on Joy 94.9. Thanks for listening to another Joy podcast brought to you by Australia's LGBTQIA plus community media organisation, Joy. Help us keep Joy on air. Head to joy.org.au. Joy, a diverse sound for a diverse community.